gotcha. <laughs> More like got yourself. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Double Doink. Today is October 3rd, 2023. It's October 3rd. Where? And on October 3rd, she asked him what day it was. And I said, October 3rd. <laughs> it's MLB Wildcard, baby. Yeah, but the fucking. Excuse it's me, okay. it's football season. We're not talking about MLB right now. Fuck well, before my we get in... My favorite my favorite player are not in the playoffs. Before so. we get into the week five NFL schedule, we do need to bring something up. Um, this past weekend lost an icon oh. in oh, yeah. the baseball world. Yes. Um, Major League Baseball, um, the Boston Red Sox organization specifically lost number 49, uh, Tim Wakefield to uh brain cancer so young he's only 57 57 years old so um, we not talk about it. it's making me anxious because that's old my dad is um thoughts and prayers out to the wakefield family i know they're going through yep. a lot right now um but i did want to just address it and give our our thoughts and prayers to that family um and the entire boston red sox and major league baseball organizations um because that is an icon Oh. Uh, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, knuckleballer to ever play the game. 100%. So, um, again, thoughts and prayers to the Wakefield family. And um, obviously, the the world will never be the same uh, without Wake in it. So. 100%. But moving on to what we are here for, and that is to discuss week four in the National Football League season of 2023, as well mm-hmm. as give our predictions for week five. Now, yes, going sir. into the week, uh, the record is missing again. Yeah, unfortunately, Dave is babysitting tonight, uh, so he is not with us, but he did give his thoughts on the phone, and we will throw a few of those out there. Yep. <laughs> and it's another week of me not getting picked on for my <clears throat> love of Jordan Love. You did on the phone. Yeah, um, but it's not on the podcast, so they don't know about but, uh, So going into the week, the Doinks had the records of 31 and 17 for both Dave and Michaela. I was sitting at 30 and 18, Meredith sitting at 27 and 21. Across the field, Potter and Jimmy both sitting at 31 and 17. Brad, Brian, both sitting at 30 and 18. Tiago at 29 and 19, um, as well as JJ. Uh, Jen was sitting at 28 and 20. Uh, Angela and Mike both sitting at 27 and 21. Ryan sitting at 24 and 24, 500? i.e. 500. That is 48. <laughs> and Jeff was sitting at 21 and 11. Dave did tell me he did receive Jeff's picks for week one, just mm-hmm. never put them into the... Um, chart that we have so he is going to get those to me so i can update his record so he will have a full year worth of record that's not a chart that's a table whatever it is learn your diagrams man whatever it is moving on to uh, thursday night football we had the detroit lions for the second time on thursday this year uh, taking on the green bay packers in lambeau field the detroit lions win this game 34 to 20 the detroit lions are now showing that they are one of the powerhouses of the nfc and also, that team has fucking heart. That David Montgomery was a great, Monty great pickup for is, that team. Yes, absolutely. He is fitting in very, very well in that offense. 32 carries. He got the vast majority of carries in this game. Uh, yeah. 121 yards with three rushing touchdowns in this game. He is your guy mm-hmm. um, in that backfield. He is taking the place of um, Jamison or Jamal Williams. Yep who is now in New Orleans. Unfortunately, he is hurt and missing time. Um, but, yeah, he's taking that spot. I mean, you are getting your carries from Jameer Gibbs, their rookie. 
So they got a good tandem that could yeah. potentially go But Monty's there. their guy. I mean, obviously at the receiver position, Amon Ross St. Brown is still performing very, very well. He's got five catches on the night for 56 yards and a touchdown. Um, this offense was was on fire. Jared Goff threw 19 times at a uh, through 28 times, completed 19 of them for 210. He did throw a touchdown and a pick, but that is a very average line. And you know what? And and in defense of Goff, he threw that pick the first <clears throat> drive of the game, mm-hmm. and then went through the rest of the game, going pretty yeah. smooth. Mm-hmm. So got the mistake out the way, and then yeah. finished off the game. And I mean, the receiving core for uh, for Green Bay wasn't bad either. Um, Romeo Dobbs and uh, Reed, as well as Christian Watson, all had relatively decent nights. Uh, nine catches for Dobbs, or Dobbs rather, uh, three for Reed and two for Watson. Um, touchdown for Watson in this game. Um, there was also, I believe, I think that was the only touchdown they scored. Uh, Carlson did have two field goals in this game. Um, or was there more touchdowns? Uh, Jordan Love ran for a Jordan touchdown. Jordan Love ru- rushed for one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he went 23 for 36 on the night for 246. He threw a touchdown and a two-point conversion, but also got picked off twice. Yep. Uh, carried twice for negative two yards, uh, but did rush for a touchdown. It was just a rough... I I watched this game, um, a, I would say about halfway through. Yeah, I watched it about halftime in this. But, you know, I mean, Detroit was up 27-3 to going into the half. Yeah. And I don't think this team has gelled enough together or been together enough. I mean, obviously they... I mean, they lost by 14, mm-hmm. so when you look at it, it's not like it's, it was a close game, but I don't know. I, this defense has to get it together, and then Jordan Love just has to be a little bit more accurate and not mm-hmm. throw those interceptions because that's what really brought them down. Yeah. They were starting to get a little bit, and then he would throw a pick, and then it would bring them back. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, bring them back to reality. Yep. Uh, moving on to the Toy Story Bowl. Um, we had the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars in London in uh, Wembley, uh, which I believe is the home of Arsenal. Sure. I think so. I All I know is this week's okay. game is in Tottenham Stadium, which yeah. I know you're excited for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Falcons lose this game. Uh, Jags win 23-7. to um, A lot of us had Atlanta going in this game. Um, I, just, I, just, I just had a feeling. But you know what? You know what the Falcons did have for themselves in this game? Is watching B. John Robinson. B. John is an absolute <laughs> nutcase. <laughs> Drop one of the Jaguars defenders, not only in real time, but then watching it in the Toy Story. But version. watching it in a, in a in a toy action figure, was just eating shit. Which <laughs> that was terrifying. How accurately represented that was because the the rush from um, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence where he cut out to the left and pushed forward. Yep, it was exactly the same way he did it. It was hilarious. And then Slinky Dog is the the chains. And then yeah, exactly. And then the crane. And then if there was a penalty, he would he would start like walking backwards. It was you know what? It was weird. But it was fun. But it was cool. It was worth it. It was definitely interesting to see. So I'm not. Um, Desmond Ritter played all right. I mean, 19 completions for uh, 31 attempts, 191 yards, so over 10 an attempt technically. I did throw a touchdown, but two picks again. And one of them was um, a pick six. Yeah. So that really, that was a tough one. Yeah. Uh, T-Law, 23 for 30, 207 and a touchdown. Can't be more efficient than that. And that's what we need. And that's what that's this what, team that's needs. That's what this team him. needs. Um, Christian Kirk played really well. Eight catches for 84 yards. Uh, Calvin Ridley had two catches for 38 and a touchdown in this game. Uh, ETN, 20 carries for 55 yards and three for three on his catches for 100, uh, for 17 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it was it was a low scoring game. 
Definitely was. Uh, Everett Ingram played really well. Seven catches for 59 yards. Um, This Jags defense was really great. McManus did really well. Three field goals in this game, two extra points. He was um, completely locked down. Um, Like we said, the Jags had a hell of a game. The Jags D... Um, Josh Allen with three sacks. Just yeah. I think he was the only one. Nope, they had four sacks, but he had three of them, so he was going off. Yeah, four sacks total, uh, forced fumble, two picks. Mm-hmm. Um, they recovered the fumble. Obviously, they had a defensive TD, so they played really, really well in this game as well. They got their win, first win. They did. In London. In London. First win. Yeah, first win of the year. They're undefeated in London. Exactly, and we'll see. Go mm-hmm. see next week, but anyways. Um, up next, we had the undefeated Miami Dolphins going to Buffalo. And a lot of us thought, okay, Buffalo is a little bit washed up. Buffalo is having a little bit of a struggle this year. Nah, they absolutely trampled them 48-20. to And this is the game. And this is the Josh Allen that we all expect 21 to see. 21-25 for 320 yards and four touchdowns. Come on, over four 80%. passing, one rushing. Yeah. Get it right, five. Over 40, five. over 80% completion, over 300 yards, Four TDs and that's this offense not nearly as as explosive as Miami's was last week, but this is very similar to the offense we saw. Lots of yards, lots of touchdowns in this game. It was it was definitely a high caliber offense from the from the Bills this game. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But for some reason. The best player on the field was Devon Ashane again. I was just about to mention that. Like this dude eight carries for a hundred and ten yards. And two and touchdowns. two touchdowns in this game. I mean, well, let me rephrase that. Diggs was the best player on the field this game. Six catches yeah. for 120 yards and three tutties. Absolutely insane. And I'm just I'm going over the stats right now. It's just you look at the target. Like Tyreek only got five targets, caught three. Waddle only five targets, caught four. I mean, the dude who got the most targets was Braxton Berrios with six. So it's just kind of like, I mean, unless unless. Um, unless, you know, the, the bills, I'd have to look back unless they were just having it playing a really, really great scheme. Yeah. They just kind of held that team. They just held those dudes down. You know what I mean? They just beat people up. Very true. Oh, something to come out of this game. Tradarius White. Trey White. Yeah. Out for the year. Towards Achilles. Yeah. What is up with these? Achilles leg injuries, bro. These lower body injuries, my dude. I mean, at least. It's that turf, baby. At least Nick Chubb. It's that Astro turf. Buffalo know. does. Buffalo has turf. Miami doesn't. Yeah. But at least Nick Chubb's first surgery to repair his MCL meniscus was successful. Which is crazy that and that he has to go through two surgeries. The fact that the second wait. one has to be the ACL surgery, and he probably won't play until some point in 2024. Oh yeah. The 2024 season. But the fact that what the, what, what? <laughs> I read I heard something, and I know I'm jumping a few games here, mm. but we're talking about Achilles injuries. Yeah. Rodgers apparently is on some fast-track bullshit that he might return before the end of the year. I, he's Aaron Rodgers, and he believes in the, that mumbo-jumbo magic wand shit. But you know what? You got to remember that... If that man returns to a football field in 2023-2024 season, he is some sort of magician. I don't know how to explain it, but they have definitely have come back. Because you look at... I mean, look at KD... That's fair. You, I mean, obviously he had, I would say, when it comes to basketball, his height comes into play too. But you look at these players with these injuries, unless they're super, super injury prone and something's genuinely wrong with them, these recovery times have just come 
so far and obviously with the way the um, medical field and what they've done like and plus like Meredith brought up he does have some voodoo bullshit like he's more like he's mind over matter he's like if i believe in it then it's gonna happen you know if i just put my mind to anything which you know it's true in some sense but yeah this uh not a not a beat down that i was expecting but cool to see it i Mm -hmm. mean since you mentioned aaron Rodgers, but back to the bills in some sort of way (laughs) josh allen became the second qb in nfl history to hit 300 yards with four passing touchdowns a rushing td and a perfect passer rating joining aaron Rodgers, who did it in 2019. Well, perfect right. passer rating even though he missed he had a few incompletions. I'm just going I off what CB, so. sp- CBS Sports told me, okay? I think maybe if it's within like 80% completion, they probably rounded up or something. Yeah, cuz they mean he went 21 for 25. So, 84. I don't know, bro. 84% yeah, 84% completion, completion with over 300 yards and four touchdowns. I imagine that like the yards and the touchdowns like make up for that. However, they calculate that yeah. shit. I I don't get it. Anyway, um, the the battle of the Ophers in this game, first one at least, uh, Minnesota Vikings taking on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Carolina had this game won. They did. And then Minnesota just did what Minnesota does apparently and come back in and shit opposite, games. In the opposite way. Because Kirk Cousins played god-awful if you look at his numbers. He had 12 completions, half of which were to Je- Jefferson. Which, and it wasn't, I mean, Justin, I mean, he had... Jefferson's he's him he's got two you know two touchdowns but still like six catches for nine attempts nice and (laughs) 85 yards and two tutties but um but but two touchdowns and two like two picks like I know Carolina I know Carolina's not great and they're kind of in a rebuilding but come on I mean Minnesota did have that defensive touchdown that kind of sealed it at the end of the game I think it was a 90 something yard um pickoff or something or fumble recovery touchdown it was a long run. Bryce Young, yep, he was sacked and then fumble recovered for a touchdown in the uh in the third. Oh, hey, Eddie Pinero's the kicker for Carolina. Who is? Eddie Pinero. Oh. I know that. Anyway. Learning all new stuff. Um yeah, this game was just a dumpster fire. I just man, would have been nice to have Minnesota lose. Well, Minnesota made the comeback. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Chicago blew it. <laughs> Which garbage, like garbage teams, but great game. What a game! What a game! And we're saying this, no offense, Dave, about Chicago and Denver. <laughs> and what a game by Cole Komet. And I had him on my bench. He was on my bench in one league, too. And he was on, oh my God. But the Bears blew a 28 to 7 lead. Which ties the record for the largest blown lead in franchise history. And freaking Fields, besides the interception, he had a great game. Herbert yeah. had a great game. 28 Come for met. 35. 335 yards. Four tutties. Did throw a pick. Like you said, Khalil Herbert had a game. DJ Moore had a game. Darnell Mooney played well. Four for four for 51. Cole Komet again. Seven receptions for 85 yards and two tutties. And... and- this is what it is about Fields. He had the interception. He also lost a fumble. Mm-hmm. This I would feel, besides the you know the inaccuracy that Fields has, it's also these stupid, careless turnovers that he has. Yeah. And I, you you think about it. He doesn't lose the fumble. He doesn't throw that interception or both. They win this game considering they only lost by three. And 
And no, I mean, no, they still suck. They're literally the first time in NFL history to surrender at least 25 points in 14 games straight. Who? The Bears. Oh, yeah. Well, what they suck. Sorry, Dave, but it's true. Well, this is what I'm saying, because the last drive for the Bears, it was the pick thrown by Fields. Mm-hmm. So they had a chance to go down and tie this game mm-hmm. or win it. Mm-hmm. Um, Russ had a really good game. 21 for 28, 223, three touchdowns. Time. Four carries for 13 yards. Um, Jaleel McLaughlin um, played really well as well. Seven carries for 72 yards. He did have three receptions for 32 and a touchdown. And I'll give it, and the thing is, is like no, you look at their running, uh, their running backs, and, you know, I wouldn't say that this is a stacked team by any means, but it's like he does have players. You do have Cortland, Cortland Sutton. You do have Jerry Judy. Um, I know, I mean, McLaughlin had a pretty good game. He had an, I mean, he averaged freaking over 10 yards carry. So it's like, just utilize what you have. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton needs to stop doing this crazy shit and just get. Sean Payton got his first W as a coach. And it took. For Denver. And it took coming back from how many points down? It's, uh, 21. 10 amen. 21, do something for me. Um, up next, the Baltimore Ravens absolutely laid the smackdown on the Cleveland Elves, Cleveland Brownies. <laughs> Good. Um, 28-3. Good. Fuck the Browns. Uh, Lamar, 15 for 19 for 186 yards, two touchdowns. He also had nine carries for 27 yards and two touchdowns. Hey, this is how this – and that is against a really good – Cleveland defense. Yeah, and Mark Andrews, five catches for 80 yards and two touchdowns. Hell yeah. He's back. The Hess truck's back and it's better than ever. Like, OBJ did team. not play in this game. He's still injured. Yep. And you... um, Oh. Am I... Am I dumb not to know that What's-His-Face didn't play and was out and Thompson Robinson played in? Why did I not know that Watson wasn't playing? Who? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun didn't play. Oh, no. He hurt his shoulder. Yeah, he was out for a shoulder injury. Oh, well. mm, Which also. When you said Watson, my brain went to Christian Watson. Oh. Completely different team. I Uh, mean, that's kind of. Yeah. That's the This is a one-sided contest in that case. Speaking of one-sided contests, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at Houston Texans. The Texans win this game 30-6. to Houston is back, baby. I am loving C.J. Stroud. And I, I mean, he's the best rookie quarterback right now. Uh, exactly. I'm loving what this kid's doing. And I'm loving uh, D'Amico Ryans. I am D'Amico Ryans is an incredible coach. I am loving these players turn coach. And he is also a defensive guy yeah. as well. And look at how this defense performed mm-hmm. against the Steelers team. Yeah. He's thrown for 1,212 yards on the season, which is the second most in NFL history throughout four games, trailing behind Cam Newton at 1,386. I think he's also the first player to throw for over 300 yards in each of his first four starts of an NFL season. He's the sixth player to ever do it. Some of the names on that list, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, um, Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. and I believe the forehead. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Roethlisberger. Okay. I think we're the sixth to do it with C.J. Stroud. That's really good. C.J. Stroud has also yet to throw a pick. You Consistency. It could happen. This kid is consistent. And he did this barely throwing fifty percent. Yeah. 
16 passes, 306 yards, two touchdowns. So that just shows. Um, oh my gosh, I didn't. Nico Collins. Nico Collins, seven receptions for 168 of those yards. Go off, my dude. And two tutties. <clears throat> oh wow, just looking at this team is holy cow. Golly gee, Willikers. Honestly, Dalton dude. Schultz as well, three catches for 42 yards and a touchdown. And he was sitting on my bench. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm loving. I'm tight end. I played instead of him. I mean. I'm all for seeing Houston has needed some good stuff to happen for them. They've yeah, been this kinda, team's been cursed for a while. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm happy that they're succeeding. Oh yeah, I played Goddard instead of Schultz. How did that turn out? I played in one of my leagues, Goddard instead of Cole Komet. I got four points when I had 27 sitting on my bench. Yeah, but do me a favor and tell your team to actually use their tight ends. We're a wide receiver heavy team. We're going to get to that in a bit. <laughs> he just really wants to talk about his anxiety that went forward during that game. LA Rams I was told about it. at Indianapolis Colts. The Rams win this game on a walk-off tutty to Puka Nakua, who is honestly offensive rookie of the year so far. Oh, This kid has been easily. absolutely lights out. Nine receptions for 163 yards, and he now has 39 on the season, which is the, now the most in the NFL history for a, a player in his first four games. Mm-hmm. Nakua actually broke a record that was held by Anquan Bolden, who had 30, and he caught the game-winning TD pass in overtime. Yep. He did. It was, a, it was the only touchdown throw by Stafford. Yep. Uh, Kyron Williams did rush for two. He went off. Didn't Stafford break his ankle in this game? He has a hip bruise. I thought he broke his ankle. No. No. Okay. If he did, they'd be screwed. Yeah. Because then they have nobody. Um, I mean, Richardson played really well in this game. 11 for 25, which not a great completion percentage, but no. those 11 catches had 200 yards behind them. And then also... He also rushed 10 times for 56 and a touchdown. He needs to stop. He didn't throw any picks. No. But he fumbled twice and lost one. And again... That's what these rookies need to do and need to learn. Hold on to the freaking ball, dude. Because, again, you lost on a runaway touchdown. Mm -hmm. And Matt Gay, zero for one on field goals, one for one on extra points. They did go for two two two-point conversions in this game. Um, It's all right. But, yeah, the Rams win this game 29-23. Up next, the Bucks are back in action, uh, 26 to 9 over the Saints. Bake looked good, 25 for 32, 246, three touchdowns. He did throw a pick. Um, Rashad White played well, 15 carries for 56. Um, I mean, Chris Godwin is just that guy. Uh, he threw a ball, didn't complete it. That's all right. It'd be nice if they chose Chris Godwin over Mike Evans sometimes when I play Chris Godwin in my fantasy, but you know. Uh, eight receptions for 114 yards. Um, Otten did catch the touchdown in this game. Um, he threw three, so who else caught touchdowns? Uh, uh, Tompkins Palmer. and Trey Palmer. Are we going to see Tampa Bay not only win this division, but win it with a winning record? An over record? 500 yeah. record, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And this is... An, I don't mean this in a rude way against Baker, but with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. Baker is a good QB. Oh, no, yeah. But in terms of like how his. Stop the Baker slander. Stop the Baker slander. I'm just saying, this was not on my bingo card for 2023. What? Them having a possible 10 win season? 
him being on Tampa Bay and him succeeding in a in a fashion, especially against a divisional rival like this. What are you looking at me like that for? You say stop the Baker slander, and I was very supportive of Baker Mayfield last year, and you kept shitting on me for it. He was also sucking last year. He was terrible last year. But he's a good quarterback. And now you're when changing he your the tune. team. Yeah, you know who else Ryan, is a good quarterback? Bandwagon fan. Kirk Cousins. The That's where we draw the one line. Three. Shitty team, though. We're hypocrites. We draw the line there. <laughs> I'm not calling you a hypocrite. I'm calling him a hypocrite. All right. Here for my anxiety. It was very anxious. Washington Commanders at Lincoln Financial Field taking on yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles. You should Eagles. have been anxious. Okay, now pause. pause. Picture this. I'm sitting on the couch this. with him and my grandfather, and they're going into overtime. Freaking Fox cut the coverage and switched to the freaking Cowboys and Patriots because it was 425, and he had to pull it up on Fox Sports, and originally, since he wasn't logged into a TV provider, they were only going to give him five minutes of overtime, but somehow he figured it out, logged in, and got to watch all of it, and I really thought he might have had a heart attack if the Eagles lost to the Commanders. I just have one question for you. Where's your defense? What happened? Where are they at? What happened to Fletcher Cox, bro? It's- he got hurt mid-game. I'm not... That's not my... I'm asking as a unit. Because one man shouldn't have... One, losing one man... You know who we lost? You know who we fucking lost this offseason? Oh, um... Dude with the dreads? That's not who I'm talking about. Who are you talking about? We lost our O and D coordinators. They're both head coaches now. We have first-year coordinators. Yes, but first-year coordinators should know how to listen we have to their players. first-year coordinators. Uh, yes, but they, they call the plays. To their players. They call the plays. I know they call the plays, but they should work well with their almost Super Bowl-winning head coach and their almost Super Bowl-winning team. I can see that. We have different O and D coordinators. That's why our team looks different this year. It's a, it's a lot of the same players. It's about 80% of the same roster. We can say the same thing for our team when our team comes up. I don't want to talk about our team. Bill O'Fucking Brian, the mastermind offensive coordinator from Alabama. The Bill ma- O'Fucking Brian. The Patriots mind. are one and three. He said they scored three points. He said mastermind. Mac Jones fucking sucks. Okay. We'll get to him in a minute. Go back to your anxiety. Washington Commanders dream. at uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Lincoln Financial Field. Mm-hmm. Eagles squeaked by 34-31, which I will put this out there. We were almost Super Bowl winners last year, and how many close games did we have early in the season? I still got to see Jason Kelsey on We TV squeaked a lot. by against Detroit in week one. We squeaked by uh, Minnesota in week two. Did you know Jalen Hurts is now 21-1 in his last 22 starts, making him just the seventh QB since 19 Yeah, you want to know who our to loss was, too? You want to know any 22 span who his loss to was last year? The Washington Commanders. At Lincoln Financial Field. What did I text you? Divisional rival. They're always exactly. they're always dicey games. Sam just, Howell is no fucking slouch. Oh no, but I'm just surprised about the high score. Close game. Close games happen. But 30, that's a lot of points to give when, up. I mean, when A.J. Brown goes off with nine receptions for 175 He's yards and two tutties. Dog. And Devontae has seven catches for 78. Can we too. talk about how freaking Devontae cheers on Swift? That's very cute. DeAndre Swift is an absolute nut job. 
14 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. Also, four receptions for 23 yards. And he takes the heat off of Hurts having to run so Absolutely. Much. He only had to carry nine times for 34 yards. And I believe three or four of them were one or two yard um, brotherly like, shoves. Yeah, I like that. The That's brotherly shove. Lift the butt and throw them over. It's the brotherly so shove. So of a Philly special, the brotherly shove. It's, so like they that. called it the tush push for a little while, <laughs> and no one liked it, so they uh, landed on brotherly shove. Oh, I love can both we, of them. Can we That's just amazing. talk about real quick the, you know, celebrity guest at the game? And no. Yeah, Jake from State Farm? Yeah, it was oh. Jake from State Farm. It and wasn't was Mama Kelsey. With Mama Kelsey. It was not Mama Kelsey. It was Jake from State Farm. I love and that. then after the game, you see freaking Jason Kelsey in his sweatpants t shirt and flip flops walking with Jake from State Farm. Now, so. now, he is not the most important Jake that was there. Jake Elliott? Jake Jill Chicken Hall? motherfucking little. What? I. I told you this. I'm like, that is the most backhanded compliment. He's like, Devonte looks like Chicken Little. Devon, um, Devonte Smith says Jake Elliott looks like Chicken Little. No, he does not. <laughs> yes, he, he does. He just looks like a baby. I mean, compared to everyone else on the team, yeah. <laughs> um, four for four on field goals. Uh, one best from thirty to thirty-nine. Two from forty to forty-nine. Mm-hmm. One fifty plus, which I believe is a sixty-odd yarder. 61, because I think he hit two so far this year. Yeah. And two for two on extra points. With the game-winning field goal in overtime, after it was locked down by that Devontae catch. Yep. Um, that Having great players like that, super comes in handy, man. Yeah, Michaela, how does it feel knowing that you have the second best kicker in fantasy football? I don't know about my Jake, team Jake fucking Elliott sucks. Pass Justin Tucker. Jake Elliott's. I think that also just shows that maybe Baltimore doesn't need to kick as many field goals and they get touchdowns anyway. Philadelphia is 4 and 0. They are tough. It's a tough 4 and 0. Me it, We've played good teams. We played a feisty week 1 New England Patriots. Feisty. We played a feisty Minnesota being there, uh Minnesota Vikings team. Because, be it they don't seem to fucking win, they still score a lot of points. <laughs> Jay Jettis is one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the league. Scores a shit ton of points, but they just can't close games. We played a... We beat a Tampa team that is and 3-1, who's had mm-hmm. one bad game so far this year. And that was against us. And we beat a divisional rival in Philadelphia, who Washington has beaten us in Philadelphia... Uh, three of the last four years before this year. Mm-hmm. You know what week I'm excited for? And we play Los Angeles next week, and we have to play against Puka Nakua. You, you know what week I'm excited for? The week against... Uh, week 11. Kelsey Bowl 2. Kelsey Bowl 2. Yep. Well, no, there's going to be a Kelsey Bowl well, 3 in the Super Bowl, hopefully. Hopefully. If the script writes um, itself. Oh, and you know what? Especially know what, because this team's not going to fucking do anything. You want to know what was cute, though? Donna Kelsey went from Philly after the game to, to New Jersey East, to East Rutherford to go watch her other baby play. She's such a good mom. And hang out with so her daughter in law. So kind of um, the NFL to do that. They're not confirmed. Anyways, let's we'll get, get to, to this dumpster fire of a team known as the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals to. 3, Tennessee Titans 27. Derrick Henry is a fucking tank again. Really? One for one on completion, two yard touchdown. <sighs> 
I don't have anything to say. A little dump over the scr- a line of scrimmage. Uh, 22 carries for 122 yards and a touchdown. He did receive once for 11 yards. I don't even know what to say about the Bengals, man. I'm about to put Joe Burrow on the freaking trade block and see what people will trade me for him. It's he, he himself is not performing well. You have the wide receivers. You have Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, whatever. But T. Higgins is injured. Tyler Boyd ain't doing anything. Oh, she actually anything. did it. <laughs> I did actually do oh, it. Yeah. See what people give me for Joe Burrow. I'm sick of it. Um. <laughs> Anyways. I, I mean, when you have D. Hop as your number two receiver, I don't we, understand. Nick Westbrook, Westbrook Akine is your number one receiver in Tennessee. And it's working. They're two and two. And yeah. we thought we we Mike thought Vrabel's the roles were being reversed. It. Mike Vrabel's doing it, guys. Hey, yeah. don't let I mean he's a great coach and you know, we just had to give him a game or two. Yeah. Can't write him off so but, quick. Um, but and Tannehill Tannehill's holding on to that job. He's not ready to give it to Levis yet. I mean he didn't perform he didn't perform great, but average. I would call that an average performance. But seriously, Joe Burrow's averaging four Eight yards per pass attempt, which is the lowest number by any quarterback through four games over seventy-three years. Hey, it looks like that injury impacted him and the team a lot more than all of us thought it would. So rough for them. So up next, the Las Vegas Raiders without Jimmy G, with Aiden O'Connell at the helm, taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. There's one player to talk about in this game. Khalil Mack. And it's Khalil Mack with six sacks on the day. He's tied for and the second highest fumbles. total for a single game in NFL history. This is the Khalil Mack that we all thought Chicago gonna, needed. Chicago needed, and that would take over mm-hmm. in the Chargers in the, and when he came over. Khalil Mack won him that game. Easily. If he doesn't get those six sacks and all the hurries and tackles and everything... Oh, 100%. You're right. Because Josh Jacobs rushed 17 times for 58 yards and a touchdown and also had eight receptions for 81 yards. My boys could have won. Devonta had eight receptions for 75 yards. I'm depressed. (laughs) I mean... Wow, Josh... Yeah, Josh Jacobs was doing everything. He did everything for that team. It did work. Um, I mean, O'Connell didn't have it. O'Connell didn't have a terrible game. I mean, he had 24 for 39 for 238. He did throw a pick, but he is a rookie. It's his first start. They should have started their second string, Brian Hoyer. Yes, Hoyer's old as fuck now. Had three fumbles and lost two. No offense, but at least he's played in the NFL and knows how to handle pressure. Yeah. I mean, Should have played Hoyer, but you know, what do I know? And you know know what's fucked up too? Is Josh McDaniels is the head coach, so he knows how Brian Hoyer plays. I'm now even more disappointed in Josh McDaniels. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, it's Josh McDaniels. All right, ladies. I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. The New England Patriots 2. at 2.4 fantasy points World. is what Mac Jones got me. He got .7 in one league. He sucks. In Jerry World, taking on the Cowboys, who had two defensive touchdowns. And again. Two. This is why, again, what I'm going to say might sound weird. I know they scored 38 points. Not upset with the defense. It's not the defense. Well, you lost your two best players on the on the t- team. Judon. Judon and Gonzalez. So. Yeah. 
but like something needs to change. I think the culture. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be better. What needs to change is the culture. It's it's the what needs culture. to change is we don't need Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not a team player. We need a quarterback who can actually motivate a team and lead a team because Mac Jones is just in it for himself. And honestly, if the Patriots don't trade Jones him, Mac Jones is not in it for if himself. Mac Jones is not traded next year. You will fully see me representing another team. I'm Philadelphia. So, I'm so sick of Mac Jones right now. And in 28 we... seasons, this is Belichick's largest loss. In 28 seasons, it's his largest loss. It was also his largest um, trailing going into halftime. We... That too. But you know. Would there? There's not a quarterback out there that we're going to find that's going to fix this team. Bill Belichick. Josh is right. It's a culture issue on this offense. We also have a lot of injuries. Um, our offensive line isn't doing what it needs to as well to help our rushing. I think the scheme is also a major issue. Bill O'Brien is a genius when it comes to offense, but he needs to realize we don't have the talent of even a Los Angeles Rams where you have a Puka Nakua. We, I'm sorry, no offense to any of the players in our team. That man's a rookie. None of you are as good as him. He needs to make what we said last year with... Um, Arguably, there's one player that could be that good. In a better offensive scheme. That's Demario Douglas. Mm-hmm. You saw how Demario was playing. He played very, very well in this game. We well, only got, you got three to keep targets, too. Exactly. You're not giving him enough targets. Exactly. So. But because they want to go with the big names. Ezekiel Elliott, Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae Parker. Elliott only got three targets. The, one, the person on the team who got the most targets was tied with... It was Hunter Henry and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, yeah. They still, both got five and targets. Juju only caught the ball once. I still he was targeted and, five and times. And then Elliot only rushed it six times. But also, times. you can't blame him because he was the target both times he got picked. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Th- it's... <clears throat> and how long did it take Belichick to take Mac Jones out of the game for Bailey Zappi? Yes, Fourth I know quarter. Bailey Zappi was not the answer to that at this moment in time. But, like, if you actually gave him a chance against another mediocre team and see what Bailey Zappi could do. I'm going to use an analogy here. Right now, right now, no. Well, yeah, it was over when Brady left because he was the dynasty, in my opinion. We weren't sucking this bad, though, (laughs) when he first left. Right now, Bill Belichick... Is doing the job of both Heim Bloom and Alex Cora. He's managing and he's running he, yeah, he the sh- operations. He shouldn't he be. He needs GM. to be a coach. Coach Belichick. Bill Belichick, the coach, could be one of, if not the best coaches of all football history. Bill Belichick as a front office and coach splitting time he he doesn't have the he doesn't have it to make football decisions oh i've been you saying it to, for years he shouldn't be the you GM. need to bring somebody else because look at is he really look at the gm deci- yeah yeah we don't how have a gm has, how long has he been our gm forever yeah forever. it's been a long time like 
all of oh, all of these moves okay. that think, like bringing players in juju zeke I think those are a lot of I've his been, decision i think as long as i've been watching the patriots which was 2008 2009 i'm pretty sure he's been the gm obviously he needs to run it through craft because he's the he's the money bags but like in if philadelphia Kraft took a, if craft said he couldn't be the gm anymore bill belichick would leave the team oh he's been the general manager de facto since 2000 oh yeah so yeah, he's when been he took over essentially our entire lives mm-hmm. yeah like, he was the reason that was that, that was Brady an, stayed over Garoppolo, but that also well Brady also didn't like Garoppolo in fairness. But now you know Brady owns well, Kraft wanted Garoppolo. No, it's the other way around. Yeah. Belichick wanted Garoppolo. Oh, okay. Kraft wanted Brady. Kraft. The only reason Belichick wanted to trade Brady to bring Garoppolo up to be the next Brady, but Gra- and Kraft went over Bill's head and said no. He's been on this team. For, he knows the offense. He is he is this team. You're keeping Brady. And obviously that's why that's why we got a third or fourth round pick for Garoppolo. When you look at it now, he's been to a Super Bowl with another team. We could have gotten a better package for him. I yeah. people say that that was just him being petty. Um Garoppolo's no, yeah, too salty to come back. I've here. been saying it for years. Bill Bill I mean, you look at our draft picks. They suck. Gonzalez, fantastic pick. I said in the offseason, do not go for a wide receiver. Bill no. has not had any luck since. That's why they grabbed Demario late. Since Edelman. Mm-hmm. And look how long it took Edelman to really come into the team and become who he did. Mm-hmm. took years, obviously. What we need to fix this team is not here. We have to go out and look for it. Zappy can't come in and fix this team. No, I nope. don't think Jones is able to help this team. And then nope. the def- if, if our defense goes, this team we don't have anything. We literally don't have. A, if our defense is gone, this that's the you, identity of this team. As much as I know, it's gonna get hurt, rid of Jones. It's gonna hurt both of you guys. The the one name I keep hearing thrown around that could help this offense is Kirk Cousins. It's the honestly, one name I keep honestly, hearing from people. Honestly, at this point, I would Any talk willingly show I take Kirk Cousins. I he thought you were going to say Cam veteran Newton quarterback. Oh, God. No, Cam Newton's done. He, you say Kirk Cousins, but look how mediocre Kirk Cousins has been with the best wide receiver in the league. Do you really think he could help this team become any better with subpar weapons? How about we just take Colin Kaepernick? Again, no offense to any of our guys. It's also not their fault where you have a mediocre quarterback thrown to you. But it's also, you have a how about Colin bottom a bottom five quarterback. I at this point I don't mind calling Mac Jones a bottom five quarterback. He's performing like one, so you're just telling it like it is. How about Colin Kaepernick? No, bring him back to the league. Cap's done too. I think Cap is done. He was done way too soon. Uh, he was a good quarterback. Admit it. Honestly, I would prefer like Desmond Ritter. Ooh. I wish we would have had a high draft pick. Anthony, I love Anthony Richardson. Anthony, um, yeah, nothing, Bel- we didn't have a high enough pick to get Richardson. Yeah, but Belichick always trades away our picks too. But Bill loved Richardson. If you look back at the draft and stuff, I loved Richardson. We didn't have a high enough pick for him. Whatever. What about Carson? No. <laughs> Fuck I'll tell that. you what. I don't think he'd make this team. He would make this team better in a sense that he would bring us from like 
being fourth. A four and 13 to maybe a six and 11 He would team. make us from like being fourth in the AFC East to being third by like two games maybe. Just because he's just slightly better than Zach Wilson. I think he gives us like a win or two. You know what I mean? Like if we're looking at these I'd guys rather, in terms of wins. I'd rather have the quarterback who throws at goats than Honestly, Arsenal at wins. this point, Sam Darnold. <laughs> exactly. I'd rather have the quarterback who throws at goats. Honestly, Sam at this Donald point. Sam Darnold couldn't handle Bill Belichick or honestly, Bill O'Brien. at no, this point. they'd probably make him cry. At this point. Play out the year. It's already a blown season. They're not making the playoffs because you have it. Miami and you have Buffalo both there. I hate to say it. This is like we're like we're rebuilding, and it's really tough to say that we're rebuilding because you haven't had to re- rebuild since two thousand. We're rebuilding, but we're not rebuilding the correct since way. Nineteen ninety eight. Mac Jones has not been giving in us our what lifetimes, we need for years. In our and we're lifetimes, still him. talking Michaela and I, in our lifetimes, the Patriots have never been in a quote unquote rebuilding situation. Bruh, I'm only two years from the both of you. So it's in all of our lifetimes here. Since we, since I've watched but the rebuild the Patriots, started while you were alive, we were just born. Like I said earlier, I said I've been watching the Patriots since we lost against the Giants in 2008, the undefeated season. We have missed the playoffs. Excluding excluding post Brady, we missed the playoffs time. once, and that was when he tore his ACL, mm-hmm. and we had a ten and six record, but we missed the playoffs because of the divisional record and every it other was the team. The Jets, was I think. Yeah. So in my lifetime, before Brady left, only missed the playoffs once, and that was you know I don't want to say fluke, but obviously it wasn't like we had a super losing. It was record. a tight division. Exactly. So be and admit it. Being someone who's been who's rooted for a team with so much success, mm-hmm. it hurts so bad to see your see your team perform like this and really have it in your face, being like you are literally one of the bottom teams of the league. See now, I'll I'll put this out there. I've been an Eagle fan since like 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. I grew up a Pats fan mm-hmm. because that was the the culture I was raised in. Yep, you you root for the Patriots. You're from New England. Yeah, I had my players I like to watch. It's just how I ended up becoming an Eagles fan. I'd say right now in the last seven or eight years as I've been an Eagle fan, I can't complain about what we've done. We've always been competitive. We've yeah. had one or two mid-seasons. We had one bad season. But since I've been really paying attention to football, which, yeah, I was an Eagle fan. I'd follow, I'd watch the games and everything like that. But ever since the show started in 2019, and I put put so much time, effort, and hours into studying and watching the game, mm-hmm. I have nothing to complain about. I want to prove a point since you call me old. Uh, Playoff appearances, 96, 97, 98, 2001, 03, 04, 05, 06, 07, 09, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21. So I was never alive during a rebuilding year because we were in the playoffs in 96 and we were the AFC East champions. So, ha, I've never been alive during a rebuilding era. 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 Proving a point. We're still in the four o'clock games here, people. Well, there's one left. Um, Oh, yeah. It was a weirdly screwed up week this week because of the, you know, England. (laughs) Because of the England. Um, up next, the Arizona Cardinals taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Cardinals played well. The Cardinals are playing competitively. Christian McCaffrey is a fucking nut job. Oh, my God. The best player in the league. <clears throat> I don't think there's an argument right now. 
to say anything else that Christian McCaffrey is not the best player in the league. How many touchdowns did he score? Four? He scored four touchdowns and has now scored at least one touchdown in 13 straight games, which is the longest streak in 49ers history. And it's also the fourth longest streak in NFL history, trailing only OJ Simpson, which he had 15. Right John now. John Riggins, 15. And Emmett Smith, 14. Right now, it's arguable to say through week four, Christian McCaffrey is MVP. Through week oh, four, yeah. Christian McCaffrey is MVP. And honestly, at this point, Brock offensive Purdy. player. Brock Purdy. Because he has the touchdowns and he has the yard. He has. Can the, you win both? No, I don't know. Because, I don't know that stipulation. Because Christian McCaffrey, MVP, Jay Jettis, offensive player of the year. Oh, okay. Imagine if you could, though. Anyways, but you know what I'm saying. Like, Fuck it. Give him defensive, too. No. Why not? No. Brock Purdy, people. He completed 95.2% of his passes against the Cardinals, and it's at the franchise record for the highest completion percentage in the game. Hey, San Fran got their guy. Yeah, but... San Fran has their guy. This is but why that, I took him. Taking effect that record, though, the 90, 95.2%, they had, Joe, the they had Joe Montana and Steve Young. Yeah, they threw the ball 21 total times. Oh and McCaffrey God. had 20 carries. Mason had three carries. Juszczyk had two carries. Um, Brock had two carries. So it's like, and they were also Debo playing, had three carries. Yeah, they were yeah, also playing. Yeah, uh, they're no also fence. playing the Arizona defense, which is a shell of themselves. Mid, and they don't, they don't even. Their best player is not playing. Their but, best player is Josh Dobbs. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, as as mediocre of a record that this team is going to have, just because of who they play, give Josh Dobbs is genuinely playing fantastic. For what situation? When he's Kyler been put comes in? back, if Kyler doesn't play out of his mind, he's getting benched for Josh Dobbs again. Honestly, at this point, just keep <clears throat> Dobbs in. Yeah, he's not show. I'm and have not- Kyler come in as a backup if necessary. They're not losing because of him. No, they're losing because their defense is and hot garbage. The best player they have is Buda Baker, who I think's hurt. He's and he's not playing. And your best <clears throat> offensive weapon is James Carner. I mean, Marquise Brown is re- he's really good, but I mean. Wasn't J.J. Watt I mean, Michael with them Wilson until he too retired? Really well. Who? Wasn't J.J. Wilson? J.J. Watson. J.J. Watts with them up until he retired. Yes. Yeah. And they also have Zach Ertz, but mm-hmm. he's obviously not the Zach Ertz. He's of not pass. the Zach Ertz of the Eagles. I feel like Zach Ertz is retiring this year. After I wouldn't. Season. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to go support that. Lovely he's been wife in the. His. He's been in the league for eleven years. That's a long time for a tight end. Um, moving on to Sunday Night Football, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Playing against the New York Jets. Um, This is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career. I love this stat. That a quarterback he was playing against had a better QBR than him. Had a better overall performance than Patrick Mahomes. Had more touchdowns and less interceptions. Which is, it took how long into uh, his career as a starter for this to Pat happen. Mahomes is in his seventh year, which is absolutely insane. But, in games he started, obviously, uh, yeah, exactly, but yeah. he threw his two hundredth career touchdown Sunday night, and he hit that number in just eighty four games, which is another insane stat. It's an NFL record. The previous mark was held by Dan Marino, who did it in eighty nine. I mean, this was a pretty like. That was Sanoa Gray too. This was a this was a good game considering, and then also had a you know kind of controversial ending to some people. Um, oh, Sauce was pissed. Andy Reid hit 250. But didn't we say, um, 
I mean, what gloves? What gloves was he wearing? And what? And they were wearing white uniforms. So mm-hmm. what gloves was Sauce wearing? I don't. I don't know. And I saw the play. I mean, you could. You could argue that they were both doing it, so just kind of let them go. Yeah. But if they let see the boys it, blat- play. if they see it, if it's super blatant and it's at a scru- crucial point in the yeah. game where their their eyes are gonna be on you, mm-hmm. they're gonna call that. You, you know, back off of them. He wouldn't have caught it anyways. Yeah. I mean, Alan Lazard and Garrett Wilson both had good games. Again, yep. obviously Zach Wilson played very well. Um, considering twenty eight for thirty nine, two hundred forty five for two yeah, touchdowns. Effort, you know, but still. Yeah. Um, Mahomes 18 for 30 for 203 and a touchdown, but threw two picks late in the game. Uh, Pacheco played very well, 20 carries oh, for 115 yeah. and a touchdown on my freaking bench. Um, RIP. And I mean, Kelsey had an average game six for nine, uh, nice, uh, and 60 <laughs> yards. Uh, Butker, their best player tonight, <laughs> three for three, um, field goals and two extra points. So, I mean, hey, they picked up the victory, which and all, you know at, at the end of the day. They win the game. It's another win. tick in the win column. Exactly. And a tough game that going on later on into the season where you have these you know, tight games with maybe controversial endings. You come with a W, that's all that matters. Yeah. Okay. I know I'm going to mention Taylor Swift once. Just once. But it's completely different from the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing that I want to pick up. I noticed on TikTok that with Deadpool 3 coming out, so you had Deadpool there. who Well, you had Ryan Rounds who plays Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Wolverine. By Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yep. And there was another person there who's rumored Blake Lively? No, Blake Lively's not in it, but there's someone else who's rumored to be another character in Deadpool 3, and there's also been rumors swirling that Taylor Swift is supposed to be Dazzler in Deadpool 3, so maybe it was a work meeting for Deadpool 3. All I know is- You pick fucking MetLife Stadium to have a work meeting for Deadpool 3? I don't know, dude. Okay, at least like- Come on. I'm trying here. I at least didn't go off on another Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey tangent. I went off on a cool movie with Ryan Reynolds in it. Welcome to New York. Anyways, Monday night. For you. Monday night football. Um, <laughs> I do have something to say about Taylor Swift about this okay. game. <laughs> Seahawks Sorry. win this game 24-3. to um, It was sealed with a 99-yard um, interception return by a rookie kid is insane dude the hawks defense is fantastic i'm not saying legion of boom part two legion of boom they had 11 sacks when she says boom i think of boom tower the legend of boom was that was mm, richard sherman richard sherman bobby wagner which who was back on the team by the way yeah um cam chancellor Earl Thomas. Um, this was definitely... like when, like their Super Bowl run. Yeah. Um, not obviously not saying that this is part two because those those are four. Yeah, you can't touch that borderline Hall of Famers and Hall of Fame players. But this team is young. Mm-hmm. They are hungry. They have talent. Clearly, this is this is a true representation of a. Um, oh my God! Why am I blanking on his fucking name? Head coach. Oh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll defense. Oh my this God. is a Pete, Pete Carroll, Carroll defense. Still, do- still coaching? Yeah, oh, Pete yeah. Carroll's old as shit and still coaching that team. Um, oh God. But you know what? I think the I think the major factor of this defense is having Bobby Wagner back yeah, and he's having a, he's that a veteran veteran winner presence. Because did he win the Super Bowl with the Rams? 
Or was that Von Miller? Two, the, the Min- Miller did. Was Bobby Wagner? Bobby no, Wagner he came the year, after, came right? the year okay. after. Either way, he is a Super Bowl winner. He's been because he came Super in. Bowls. So he came in to fill the spot that Von Miller left when he went to Buffalo. You're right. You are right. So this man, he's obviously won a Super Bowl, been to multiple Super Bowls, has been on this team before. So he has a rapport with Carroll. This. And I just, I mean, we said this last year. We're super excited that they're succeeding and that Geno is Gino's having a good a game. Geno's a dog, bro. And also, Drew Locke came into this game. The one thing I will say about Taylor Swift of this game is you had another New York team playing, and they booed Taylor Swift, and look what happened. They got blew up. Mm-hmm. You go against, you go against her. You got to be ready for it. Yeah. Anyways, that's just my little tidbit. <laughs> yeah. So that wraps up. Uh, week four in the NFL. Um, records going man. into week five. Oh, um, God, you're going to make me crazy again. Dave <laughs> and myself are now sitting atop the Doinks picks at 40 and 24. Uh, Michaela's sitting at 38 and 26, and Meredith's sitting at 36 and That's 28. Past week really messed me Jimmy up. Jimmy is sitting at 44 and 20, and Tiago's sitting at 42 and 22. They both went 13 Wait. and 3 this week. Wait, is Tiago ahead of me? Yes. Tiago ahead of me. Um, so who is ahead of you right I'm now? Fist fight him. Uh, Dave, myself, Michaela, Jimmy, Tiago, Brad, Brian, Potter, JJ. Okay, you didn't need to add all of them. <laughs> um, Brad and Brian are both sitting at forty-one and twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Potter is sitting at thirty-nine and twenty-five with J, uh, JJ. Jen is sitting at thirty-six and twenty-eight. Uh, Angela, Mike, and Ryan are all sitting at thirty-five and twenty-nine, and Jeff is sitting at thirty-two and sixteen. Again, I haven't added his. Um, updated week one picks in yet but speaking of picks teams on by this week we got the cleveland browns at two and two third in the afc north tampa bay bucks sitting at three and one in the uh, nfc south the two and two chargers sitting at second in afc west and then the three and one seahawks sitting at the second place in the nfc west only behind san francisco that seems like so many teams on by four uh six is usually the most and that's kind of middle of the year They'll have six teams on by. Um, week five, starting on Thursday Night Football, we have the Chicago Bears taking on the Washington Commanders in Washington. Uh, myself and I have Washington. David has Chicago. Who do you have, Meredith? I have Washington. I'm taking Washington as well. I'm taking the home team. Up next, the Jacksonville Jaguars at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium against the Buffalo Bills. Yes, sir. Um, It's hard to pick against the Bills. Right now, even though Jacksonville is undefeated in um, England, you got to go with the Bills. Bills. As good as Jacksonville's defense is, I think maybe the Bills will be too much for them, and then I think the Bills' defense might feast on Jacksonville yeah. a little bit. We'll see. We'll see. It could be a trap game, like Dave said. Could Dave's got Buffalo as well in this game, though. Uh, Houston at Atlanta. Um both Dave and I got Houston. I'm riding the CJ Stroud chain right now. I'm taking Houston too. I mean, that performance in London was abysmal. So. And they're <laughs> traveling a lot. So who are you taking, Meredith? I'm just, you know, going to change my thing real quick to just um say Houston. <laughs> she wasn't going to go Atlanta, but hey, I, I don't blame you. Houston's a good team right now. Um, Up next, Carolina at Detroit. Uh, Both Dave and I got the Lions in this game. Detroit. Detroit at home against Carolina, who's not performing too well. Tennessee at Indianapolis. Um, I'm I'm going to ride Richardson's train. Uh, I'm happy with what he's doing right now in Indy. Um, if they can figure out this offense a little bit more, 
uh, jo- um, Jonathan Taylor's back off of PUP. He's practicing. He's playing. He might play this game. If he does, he can make a big impact. Mm-hmm. I got Indy. Dave's got Tennessee riding in this game, but, I mean, I can't. It's hard for me to pick up against Richardson right now. I mean, I got Indy. I I didn't even know Richardson was off the pup list. Or uh, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Oh, sorry, Jonathan Taylor. I didn't even know he was off the pup list. Yeah, I went week. I went just with Richardson alone with him. So now that he's back, even more so a reason to go on the indie train. Indy. Um, up next, New York Giants at Miami. Miami's loss to Buffalo was a divisional team. Mm-hmm. It was a fluke in this offense. Miami's going to absolutely light up the Giants in this game. One would hope. I mean, I picked Miami. I mean, and as, I both have them. As bad as Miami's defense is, the Giants don't have a good enough offense to even go against them. So Miami for me. Up next, New Orleans at New England. Um, I had New England this game. Dave and I have New Orleans. I I had to change it. <laughs> even with Derek Carr possibly hurt, you still have Jameis Winston. You have Alvin Kamara on that team. Um. You've got Taysom Hill. Uh, it, yeah, this culture is absolutely upside down in New England right now. You know what? I'm I agree with Josh. I'm changing from. You got New blown England out to New 35 Orleans. points. Mac Jones is not the same yeah. quarterback that he was last year. Uh, I'm and picking if, them. And if, Ju- if Judon's out and Gonzalez, Gonzalez is out, I'm I'm going Nola. I'm picking the home team because we are one. We are at home. Two, New Orleans offense and their defense is not what they used to be. So whether we put in Jones or we put in Zappy, Either I think maybe our suck. offense could catch him by surprise. Jones is the starter. Bill's already said it. I'm still going to stick with us at home. So. Right. Up next, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Um, as much of a fan of Kenny Pickett I am, he's hurt. He might not play this game. And they're also playing the Baltimore Ravens, who have been absolutely lights out. I'm going Baltimore in this game. Dave's got the uh, Steelers in this game. But I'm taking Baltimore. <laughs> I'm going Baltimore. I'm going Baltimore, too, because I don't trust Trubisky as much as Dave does. <laughs> so, sorry, Dave. I know that's your boy, but Up I do next, not. Cincinnati Bengals at Arizona Cardinals. Dog Dave's trash. got Cincy. I'm riding Josh Dobbs, baby. I'm picking Arizona, too, at this point. I don't think Arizona... I don't... I think the issue with Cincy is their offense. Yes. Because their quarterback so, has some issues with them I right now. I think clearly. that their defense can hold Arizona's pretty mediocre offense just enough for them to maybe. They, I don't know. James Conner had a very off game this past week. So. And he got chippy at the end of the game. I think he's going to come into this game motivated. It could. Um, this could. Cert- no doubt Arizona could win this game. But I think if Cincy wants. A chance to even maybe to even sniff the playoffs. They have they, they have, have to, to start win, winning. Start winning some games. So something needs to change. Um, up next, Philadelphia at the Rams. Um, we all know the valid decision on this. Philly. Yeah, I mean, the Philly defense got to get through Puka Nakua. What is your problem here, girly? Um, I w- I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm not taking the Rams. I'm sorry. I'm taking the Eagles uh, yeah, as well as Dave. S- I was gonna say, dude, with their performance last week against. Uh, against Washington and then you have a Rams offense who I think is significantly better who running game is performing really well better than last year or better than the Eagles no better than Washington oh fair yeah and you guys gave up 31 I I'm gonna go with the Rams home team 
So we'll see. But it's also that's fair. But it's also not competitive like a rivalry. This oh is no! An in, this is a inter interconference think, or interdivisional rather. Philly could underestimate them. That's very fair. And Pukunukua could absolutely wipe the floor with us, or Slay or, could absolutely shut Nakua down. It, it it's one or the other. There's no middle ground here. Nakua gets I'm nothing. Nakua lights us off. <laughs> I'm taking all the switches this week. Um, New York Jets at Denver. This is an absolute trash heap of a game. Zach Wilson is bottom five quarterback. Um, even with his performance against Kansas City, Denver. I'm taking the I'm taking the the Broncos in this game. I'm, Dave's I'm, taking the Jets. I'm I think this with is, Mr. Sierra. I think it's kind of garbage, and I'm just I'm strictly picking Denver for the home team. It, yeah, they are also state. in Mile High. That's literally the only reason. Um, Kansas City at Minnesota. It's hard to take against KC right now. They're great. I'm going to pick KC. I think they will have a performance. Dave obviously has KC in this. There's no question. Screw Minnesota. Um, Well, Dave just hates Minnesota. Well, yeah. It's Kirk Cousins, too. Yeah. Um, Sunday Night Football. Game of the week. Dallas at San Francisco. Dallas. I said San Fran. I don't know why I was going Dallas. Dave and I are both taking San (laughs) Fran in this game. Taking San Fran. This Dallas defense, if Micah Parsons is hurt, because he was hobbling. And they're going to actually face some good competition. Trey Davis was, uh, not Trey Davis, I'm sorry. Trey Diggs Diggs is hurt. Yep. Um, I mean, if if they line up Van Der Esch and he gets eaten up by Trent Brown, not Trent Brown, I'm sorry, um, Trent Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, think about who this team, this defense has to cover. Yes, CMC. You have Debo. Debo. You have Kittle. Ayuk. Kittle. Use check. Use check. Just him out there as a blocker. Yeah. Forget as Kittle as a, as a tight end blocking. Use check as a fullback blocking. Exactly. That dude just runs straight through you. I love seeing a fullback. And then Monday Night Football Green Bay Packers at Las Vegas Raiders. Man, I can't take the Raiders right now. I'm going to take the pack. I think they're going to take a bounce back game. They did just get smacked around. They are also on a 10-day week. They have the rest. It could bite them in the ass, but they are going to Vegas. The Raiders are not themselves. I can't choose because if Garoppolo's not... If Garoppolo was playing, I'd go with the Raiders, but we don't know, so I chose Green Bay. I'm taking a pack. This Dave's taking of, the Raiders. This is kind of another game where I'm just like, eh, both teams aren't performing too, too great. I'm just taking the Raiders. Home just team, man. taking the Raiders. Just taking the, the Raiders. Raiders. But no, that's going to wrap up the week five predictions, week four recap of the Double Doink. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on our social media. It's sports related. We're talking about sports, even though people might not care, but I'm excited because the Olympics are back next year, so I get to watch gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Simone Biles became the first woman to land the Yurchenko double pike vault, and it's now known as the, the Biles, Biles 2. Yep. Isn't that like the third or fourth move that's named after her? Fifth. She's absolutely Fifth insane, man. But like when you look at what happened last Olympics, she literally decided, you know what? I'm coming back with a bang and making a name for myself. And if this is my last Olympics I'm going to be in, you're damn right. I'm coming home with a gold medal. Best in the world. Yep. That's literally nothing you can say. Speaking of best and in USA. the world. And isn't, USA. Isn't, isn't her husband um, on one of the football teams in Texas? Or is he Green Bay? I think he plays on Houston. Because I know she married um, 
one of the NFL players, and he's I forget what he is. I'm gonna go with Houston. I'm just throwing. A- I think um, uh, she married Jonathan Owens. Adam Copeland's now in AEW. Just gonna throw that out there real quick. He does yeah, play Edge, for Edge is in Ilya Dragunov is now NXT champion. He is. Throw it out oh there no, as he well. plays for Green Bay now. He played for Houston last uh, year. Dirty what Dom lost on? his title. Yes. Trick then, Williams is champion. And then freaking, uh, you saw what mommy did last mommy night to him. Mommy is not happy. <laughs> she was not happy but, with him. But where does Jonathan Owens play again? Uh, he plays Green Bay right now. Okay. Um, I love. I like what's. Uh, I like what's going on. There's a lot of fun stuff There's in wrestling right now. There's a lot of fun now. stuff. A lot of fun stuff in, in, in sports. Um, I but just like, got the notification. It is Tuesday. It is wild card uh, Tuesday. But did um, we also notice that Jay Uso interrupted saying he missed mommy and he's the, happy uh, she's back? The Twins win their first um, playoff game. I saw that. Um, breaking a 19-year streak since 2004. Uh, and the Rangers shut out uh, the Rays in game one. Uh, Jordan Montgomery threw seven scoreless innings. Wow. Can we rewind back to WWE real quick? Mm-hmm. Wade Barrett commented saying about George Kittle saying, nice to see a tight end who doesn't need a, need to date Taylor Swift to put himself on the map. Travis Kelsey was on the map. I know, but like everybody's saying Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map. And it's funny that Wade Barrett made this comment because of George Kittle. Yeah, but George Kittle's jersey sales are not going up 400%. And also, let's acknowledge that Tottenham is tied for second place in the Premier League. Just one point behind your team. And actually, we don't have a loss where you guys do. Just How many draws there. you guys have? We don't have no losses, though. How many losses do you guys have? How about them We lost Bruins? one to Wolverhampton, okay? How Leave me alone. How about them Boston Bruins in the in the preseason, though? Uh, they lost one game and they're losing right now. <laughs> um, um, Drew Holiday is now a Celtic Drew and I had this conversation with someone at work I don't care what anyone says about this move I will take Drew Holiday over upset. having Robert Williams I'm still because upset. we need a true point guard who can run the offense and who is a better shooter than upset. Kemba was I forgot we had him I would say in, Kyrie was a scorer but he not he doesn't he wasn't necessarily as efficient. But he 69. wasn't a defender. And while Drew Drew may not be a better defender than Marcus, he's a better offensive weapon than Marcus. Mm-hmm. And on and then tandem, team. and then She's gonna make it work the health. He is healthier. He's won a championship. He's been on many teams. We need that presence, that veteran presence, that winner mentality. I think this is great for our team and. Someone brought this up. The NBA is about the pre, uh, about the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depth helps when you have injuries, but when it comes to the playoffs, you're playing max eight people. Yeah. So when it comes to depth, it's not really a thing in the, in the NBA no. anymore. So, anyways, that's my spiel. <laughs> but anyway, that's gonna wrap up tonight's episode. If you guys again have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up on our social media at Double Doink Network or tangents about um, other sports. Yeah, just hit us up again if you have any questions. Um, if you guys did enjoy this show, definitely share it with everybody. We are trying to build this thing. So if you guys did like it and want to share it with somebody who you think will enjoy our yeah, banter. I think we're pretty cool. Um, if you miss my Taylor Swift comments, please comment to Josh to let me comment them. Or just on Twitter or Instagram any moment of any day. <laughs> you don't have don't to come use, to a sports I don't use, podcast. I don't use my Twitter or Instagram to talk about Taylor Swift. I talk about books. If you got any good book recommendations, I'm reading a hockey romance right now. You can let me know about any other sporty romances. Anyways...
This has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Michaela. I've been Meredith Annoying, Josh and Michaela. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.